1: Yeah! How about that, Al? It is Friday like a mug. I've been working here a long time. I've heard it dozens of times. I still have no idea what it means, but I'm pretty excited that it's finally here. I'm feeling pretty good. I've had way too much caffeine. I'm peaking on a Friday morning.
2: I uh, right, what'd you, what, full cup of coffee? Three. Or two cups of, you've had three cups already. This is
1: number three. This, I, I was just telling Emily and Funches that yeah. I am uh, way over caffeinated, which is probably bad news for them, which means that they're going to have to, I've already gone into Greg's office four different times this morning sure. to talk yeah. about TV shows I've watched. I've bent their ear about TV shows I've watched. I, I'm fired up.
2: Yeah, I could tell. I could just, even looking at you right now, you're not even looking into the Zoom. You're just, you're all over the place. Right? <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm pretty excited. You're I'm pretty excited. It's a good day. We got Rams. We're going to talk Dodgers. We got SC and their coaching search because everybody's telling lies. We've got yes. UCLA football. We got a lot to get to. The Clippers uh, are building a new Clippers arena. The Clippers are about to build yeah. a
2: new arena in Inglewood. I think some interesting quotes from, quotes from Steve Ballmer. Got a lot of great stuff to get into. Can I can
1: I start with this? Sure. Help help me here. And and this is why the NFL is just King Kong when it comes to professional sports in this country. Last night, because there was no Dodger game mostly, but I find myself not only watching the Washington football team and the New York Giants, I find myself being completely drawn into it. I have no interest in either one of those teams. I have no connections to the Washington, D.C. area, no connections to the New York City area. I, it doesn't really affect what the Rams do in any meaningful way because both of these teams are terrible. And I cannot be pulled away from For instance, there's no chance in the world that in the middle of May I'm watching the Twins and the Royals play a baseball game. And yet I spent three hours last night watching Washington and New York play football. That, that's why the NFL is king because they can make you watch that.
2: Got to be honest, you missed a great Twins Royals game, so let me just put that out there. Um, 4-3, just a great game. That's number one. The second thing is, it's such a good point. It really is because I'm as big of an NBA fan as they come. You're as big of a baseball fan as they come. If you tell me, hey, Al, Orlando and Washington (laughs) are in overtime right now and we're in November, just think about this. This is the first – this is a the second week of the season, <laughs> yeah. and and so it's not even you know it's high stakes. Two teams that you're you don't pay attention to, but it's a Thursday night game in week sixteen. This is two freaking squads playing in week two and you're sitting here in your third cup of coffee more excited than any other topic to get into because the NFL, you're right, is dominant when it comes to things like this. And
1: it was terrible football. Both of those teams are dreadful.
2: <laughs>
1: that's the thing. It wasn't like, oh, you know. for instance, if if I, I'm not a uh, Green Bay Packer fan necessarily, but if the Packers are playing somebody and Aaron Rodgers is lighting it up, that's kind of that's fun okay. to watch.
2: You want to watch. Yep. This
1: was Taylor Heineken playing against Danny Nichols in a game that I don't care about at all and you couldn't tear me away from it it's just uh it's it is the number one sport in this country and i can't even tell you why
2: i uh i'm looking now here at the orlando magic roster and i'm <laughs> trying to see if i if i tried to throw a couple names out there i can't even do that like i had to you know how many times Hardaway, i want to say shack yeah, you know how many times Grant i want to Hill. say aaron you know how many times i want to say aaron gordon i'm like oh, al <laughs> he's not there anymore he's gone he's gone get over him.
1: nick anderson I, I i don't know i i i can't i can only go way back that's pretty all good right.
2: Yeah.
1: By the way, that is literally every member of the Orlando Magic. I could Dwight Howard. There's one more. There Dennis Scott. <laughs> there, see, you know a bunch of guys. Horace Grant. There. All right, Al. So Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Can Can I Can you give me the runway here for like 35, 40 seconds? Because I want I want to try to lay out everything that Please. has happened in the Dodger season. Okay, mm-hmm. you ready? And mm-hmm. this is kind of in order, but not perfect. Here we go. This is where the season starts. We're talking about them being the defending champs. And then we talk about whether or not the San Diego Padres are a real threat. And then the Dodgers go 5-15. and 15. And then Trevor Bauer looks like a Cy Young Award winner. And Cody Bellinger is struggling. And Mookie Betts is struggling. And Corey Seager goes down. And Mookie Betts goes down. And the terrible Dodger dogs that they get introduced to the season. And then Trevor <laughs> Bauer gets suspended. And then Clayton Kershaw gets hurt. And then the Giants start to surge. And then they go to the White House and Joe Kelly's wearing a mariachi jacket. And then the trade deadline comes and then all of a sudden the Padres get Max Scherzer only they don't get Max Scherzer. The Dodgers get Max Scherzer and then they get Trey Turner and then the Padres crater and then the Dodgers have to use a bullpen game and then Kenley starts to struggle and then Urias starts to surge and then Kenley starts to surge and then Bellinger continues to struggle and then Dave's decision making is whack and then the Dodgers start to surge and then the Giants can't lose and then the Dodgers catch San Francisco and then the Dodgers lose two or three to the Rockies and the Dodgers lose two or three to the Giants and then the Dodgers surge again. Bellinger still sucks and then the Giants start to surge again and they don't lose and then the wild card thing is a whole mess that we try to break down and fix in one day and you're not allowed to use spider tack anymore and Albert Pujols is here and Max Muncie's an MVP candidate and there's a whole bunch of Cy Young award winners on this team all of that and we're coming down to the final 15 games of the season and none of that matters that's the
2: season we spent five this is what a- I asked for five- I asked for anyone listening right now please pull over in your car if you're listening on the app just stop for a second And appreciate some radio greatness right there from Travis Rogers, T. Raj, that was fantastic. It takes you back to 90 different (laughs) storylines during the season, and then it also takes you to one moment. 15 games left, and the only thing freaking (laughs) left to question is are the Dodgers going to be in a wild card game (laughs) Are the Dodgers going to win the division or are the Dodgers going to have to play a 163rd game?
1: Yeah. We, we spent five and a half months going through all of that and none of it matters. <laughs> <laughs> five and a half months of micro analyze. Like, hey, you know, they lost again. Hey, the Giants are winning. Everything yeah. that I just laid out. And now it's come down to the Dodgers play the Reds, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, the Padres, and the Brewers. They got 15 games left. The Bra- or I should say the Giants play Atlanta, San Diego, Colorado, Arizona, and they finish up a second time with San Diego, and that's all that matters. We could have done this whole season in two weeks. Just fast forward I, to the end of the line.
2: I genuinely don't know what to tell you because I remember before the show was going to end yesterday, I was like, Trav, look, they're either going to be a game back. Dodgers obviously had the day off. Uh, Giants had to play the Padres. This was their fourth game against the Padres. And after the first two games, Giants just dismantled the Padres. Padres struggling, and yesterday we're coming in. This is after Padres already took uh, Game Three. Uh, before the show ended, I'm like, "They're going to be one game or two games back." You're like, "Al, they're going to be two games back." Can you never, not overthink this? Never like, have yeah, sure. you to be wrong, by the way. Sure. And then you know we sit here today. You're right. I don't know what else to tell you. It's two two weeks left, fifteen games each. Mono a mono, you're not playing each other the rest of the way. You're going to depend on other teams. You still got to play great baseball, Travis. If you said out of these next fifteen games, how many games do the Dodgers have to win to win the division? Mm-hmm. I, I can, and this is just based off of the way the Dodgers have played this season and the way the Giants have played this year. I don't know what the number is. I don't know if 12 and 3 gets it done. I don't know if 11 and 4 gets it done. I don't know if you got to go 13 and 2. I I genuinely don't know. And I love the way you laid everything out because all these different storylines mean nothing in these final two weeks. I
1: couldn't have done that without multiple cups of coffee. So credit to the uh, Starbucks downstairs for getting me through that opening segment. But you're right. So let, let's look at this. Dodgers have game today, this after our time this afternoon, tonight in Cincinnati. Walker Bueller is pitching for the Dodgers. Yep. And then Max Scherzer is going to pitch on Saturday. Clayton Kershaw is going to go on Sunday.
2: Yeah, it's not a bad three to have. Not okay. a bad three to
1: have. So let's play this little game here. Let's say the Dodgers stay on turn the rest of the way. Now that's not a guarantee. There are some off days in there. You could maybe move a guy up if you need to, if you feel like you really got to get a game. But for the sake of this, let's just assume it's Bueller, Scherzer, Kershaw, Gonsolin, Urias starting yep. today. Okay, yep. those are your five guys. Mm-hmm. We just mentioned the three they have in Cincinnati. Sh- Bueller, Scherzer, Kershaw. How many of those games do they win?
2: I'll I'll say two. Okay, and and let me let me also preface by saying. You know, here's the reality, and I know this doesn't mean that much, Padres are still fighting for uh, the wild card. So mm-hmm. are the Cardinals, and so are the Cincinnati Reds. So mm-hmm. the Reds obviously have meaningful games, even though they haven't been playing good baseball. I
1: agree. Okay, I agree with you, said. But I, I think the Dodgers get all three of these because of the three guys that are pitching. That's why okay. I feel I'm going to give them to be optim. I'm going to be as optimistic as I possibly can through this. I'm going to give them three. They follow the trip to uh, to Cincinnati with a trip to Colorado. Here are the Dodgers' three pitchers in the three games in Colorado: Gonsolin, Urias, Bueller. How many do they get?
2: Can I merge the Rockies and Arizona together? There's six games on the road and say they take five of six.
1: Okay. you that, That's what I have, too. I have them getting five of six as well. I have them getting mm-hmm. two in Colorado and three in Arizona. Okay? The Arizona games will be Scherzer, Kershaw, Gonsolin. Okay? The Gonsolin one, maybe we'll see. He looked pretty good against them the other day. Yeah. Here's how they finish up. Home against San Diego, here are the pitchers urias bueller scherzer how many do they get keep in mind what you just said the padres presumably still in the hunt at this point. point two or three two or three okay so you give them two right here all right mm-hmm. final series against milwaukee kershaw gonsolin urias milwaukee's very very good they may be shutting some guys down because they've got it locked up they are what they are how many do the dodgers get there two or three two or three so you give them two okay so you have them at this point eleven and four through that run I have them win- winning one more game than you do 12 through that patch. Here's who the Giants have Atlanta at San Diego, at Colorado, and then home against Arizona and San Diego. If we do the same exact exercise, which I did, the numbers break about the same way. Something weird's sure. going to have to happen because sure. the Dodgers need to make up. A- Two, right? To win the division outright, you got to make up two games along the way, which means the Giants need to win ten or nine of these games, depending on what the Dodgers do. It's going to go down to that final weekend of the season. There just doesn't seem any way around it.
2: Okay, so let's say this. Let's kind of appreciate what we got these last two weeks, even though I'm going to continue to make this case throughout the show and throughout till we get to the postseason. The format is idiotic. It makes absolutely (laughs) no sense. This is not the way it should be. And it's BS that we're having this conversation about the Dodgers and Giants who have the two best records in Major League Baseball that have to go to the absolute end to assure themselves some security here in just getting a normal postseason run, right? Like if you lose even the five-game set, I'm not crazy about. But let's just say you lose a five-game set and it took three losses to determine you're you're not good enough to move on to the next round. That's one thing. So I'm going to keep kind of referencing this as we go. This is exciting baseball. It's incredible. This is fantastic. It's incredible that it's the Dodgers and the Giants who are the two teams kind of fighting. It's unfortunate that they don't have any matchups left. Like, how cool would that be if it's Dodgers, Giants, the last three games of the season or something along those it lines? It would be amazing. But
1: and, with all- and, and the schedule maker typically has the Dodgers. I, I get it that there's an odd number of teams, so everybody can't finish in the division. I, I understand how the math works out. But you should start the schedule in Major League Baseball every year. The Dodgers and Giants should finish against each other every year because, A, you might get something like this, and, B, you might get the chance for one team to ruin it for the other on the last weekend, which is kind of fun too.
2: Okay, so I read this article, and you had mentioned it. Um, Bradford uh, Bradford Doolittle, okay? And Bradford Doolittle from ESPN.com is trying to make a case. He's really going counterpoint to every point we were trying to make yesterday. Yesterday you and I spent a lot of times of a lot of time of why major league baseball doesn't have the playoff format right. So yeah. Bradford Doolittle in his article says, "No, no, this is actually this is good for baseball. We should rejoice in in what we're watching here, this unbelievable matchup between the Dodgers and the Giants." I can enjoy it, but I can still sit here and tell you that the format is stupid. Yeah.
1: It, it's both. It, look, sometimes stupid stuff is really fun. <laughs> There's a lot of stupid stuff that's fun. This happens to be one of them. Mm-hmm. I Look, this will be a ton of fun if the Dodgers get to the end of the line and they're leading the division. This will be a ton of fun if you get to the end of the line and it's tied after 162 games and the Dodgers go up to San Francisco and beat them in their home ballpark. That's the deciding factor, right? The head-to-head matchup is the first tiebreaker. Giants got the first tiebreaker. That would be fun any of those other scenarios that end with them either in the wild card to start or in the wild card after a 163 way, or out of, of the wild card it's a it's it the goes tribe. from being no fun at all or i should say a ton of fun to a disaster
2: can i put myself in also the perspective of just a baseball fan mm-hmm. this is awful for both teams you know even if you're a diehard dodger fan and you're sitting back and saying oh i'd love to see the giants lose that wild card game just hypothetically speaking right I get it. I understand that. But that's not good for baseball. So, I, you know, we sit here. This is going to be a really exciting two weeks. But the unfortunate part, this type of stuff is supposed to be happening. The excitement supposed to be in the playoffs. The, the excitement supposed to be back to this article where they're talking about, do you really want to take out this type of drama in the regular season? Yes, I do. <laughs> because it's built for the postseason. The, the drama is supposed to be for the postseason. And that doesn't mean – you know, I, I, let, let me use this as an example. One of the things that has made college football so great, and you could say even the NFL, but college football specifically, every regular season game is so critical and so important. But you only play 12 games or 11 games or 10 games, right? You play 162 games for a reason in Major League Baseball. That's <laughs> So that, it doesn't that, come down to one. <laughs> that's what's advantageous. What, what you want at the end is... Very similar to basketball, what was so exciting is those teams at the you know bottom half of the standings that are fighting for those final spots, not the teams of one and two that are fighting.
1: No, it, 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 it's, it's a mess, but it's an exciting mess. Yeah, it I, I is. Think, no, you're right. I think because, that's exactly what it is.
2: Because we could be sitting here one week from today, and it's still Dodgers down a game in the division or or it's tied head-to-head dodgers and the giants final week of the season these two teams have the exact same record that could that could happen as well
1: all right i want to throw this out to the listeners 877-710-ESPN and you can be a part of the show on the dr pepper call in line the dr pepper twitter feed espn nation is presented by dr pepper college football is back and so are the fans return to glory with fansville by dr pepper the one fans deserve and here's the question it's simple al there are fifteen games left. Do the Dodgers win the division or not? Are the Dodgers going through the wild card? Are they going through a game one sixty-three? Do the Dodgers win the National League West for the ninth consecutive year or not? Eight seven seven, seven ten, three seven, seven. Also,
2: also, if you want to rate Travis's intro there and the way he took five and a half months of baseball and he summed it up in 60 seconds. You could do that as well.
1: I'm by the way, I'm still hyperventilating. I haven't caught my breath since doing that. So I'm going to need you, a break You here. look
2: like you just sprinted. I don't <laughs> know where you ran, well, but you look like you just sprinted. Why are you sweating so much? Because it's 68 I, degrees in the studio.
1: No, I can tell you exactly why. You ready? <laughs> because I'm a talk radio host, and we're all disgusting and out of shape. That's why. That just talking fast kind of takes the wind out usually, of
2: you. <laughs> usually when people see me, they don't know what my occupation is. Are you a cross instructor? Auto- <laughs> <laughs> which,
1: which which box do you work at for crossfit you you look like you spend all day in the gym
2: you box or what's your deal you you a boxer are you are you in the Marines?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you in the marines
2: by the uh, way the marines I've never, definitely have never had anyone remotely close <laughs> say something like that to me
1: <laughs> you in the corps Semper Fi, Slee.
2: <laughs> this prob- dude's got to be a
1: seal. He's got to be a seal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we'll answer that question. Plus, um, another name, another denial in the USC uh, coaching search. This is that getting means- good. It's fantastic. I can't I- wait I don't even actually
2: care about who the coach is anymore. I just want to keep <laughs> hearing people say that they don't want the job, and-, and they want the job.
1: We'll hear from a few more of those coming up in just a little bit. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: I'll take a million bucks, Lee. I don't know about you, but that, sound, that sounds pretty good to me. Chance to win a million dollars. I don't know if we're eligible, but that feels pretty
2: good. 100% eligible. 100% <laughs> eligible. And I know some people uh, within the company. We're, we're going to see what we could do, Trav. Look.
1: A Sounds million like dollar
2: market scheme for me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know a guy I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy no make sure that you're paying attention uh, come Monday you got a chance to win a million bucks that's that's no joke right <laughs> by the way that's uh, that's an amazing prize all right so the question is I got this on Twitter a second ago out let's just make it as simple as possible uh, Danny says how many more games do the Dodgers need to win than the Giants going forward in order to win the division two they, they need to win two more games than the than the Giants do over the next 15. not insurmountable to be sure the problem is the Dodgers play some crummy teams but so do the Giants mm-hmm. it, it's going to come down to who can have a better run keep in mind the Giants had won nine in a row prior to losing two in a row the Dodgers are on a six game winning streak so basically what you're asking the Dodgers to do put that six games together with a 12 and, and three run 18 and three over a over a three and a half week period mm. it's a pretty tall ask isn't it
2: Tall ask, uh, doable, but that also puts in perspective of what the Dodgers have in front of them. I will tell you this, a couple days ago, 48 hours ago, if I had told you that the Dodgers are one game back, said, Al, I don't know if you know anything about baseball, but they're playing the Padres, and there's no way they're going to lose two after blowing them out in the first two, and that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, Padres stepped up. Padres are, are staying in it, which is good for us right now, right up until the Dodgers have to play them in, in a week or so, and we'll see how they look. Strike, quick one here. Let's go to Manuel in Gardena. Manuel, what do you got this morning?
3: So first off, Travis Lee, Emily Funch, I hope you all have a very blessed weekend. Because uh, you guys are about to embark on the greatest Dodger season ever. Not only are we going to win the division, we're going to wait around to see which one of those two sorry franchises in California <laughs> beat up each other. Then we're going to get to beat them after on the way to the NLCS and the World Series. Because, yes, we're going back-to-back. Back. Make no mistake.
2: Manuel, well, th- Manuel, I got a quick question. Did you yeah, feel that way? Did you feel that they would win the division just two days ago? Did you feel like they were going to win the division, or did you kind of start turning the table and saying, "Okay, well, you know what? It's got to. Go, it's gonna. It's gonna have to go through the wild card."
3: Truth be told, I've never flailed. I've always known that this was going to happen. If you look at those Fugazis up north or down south, <laughs> they just don't have the firepower that we got. Whether you're talking pitching, whether you're talking batting. Okay, They weren't going to uh, run the marathon like we are. We're built for this. The Dodgers will be the 2021 champs. Check my
1: timeline, sleep. <laughs> All right, Appreciate Manuel, you calling thank in. You. Thanks, man. Look, I, the Padres didn't run the marathon. They're, I think it's 17 games behind the Dodgers. They barfed on mile 21. They, they didn't finish the marathon. No, they did a
2: half marathon. <laughs> right. They did a half marathon. Giants
1: are running the marathon, and they look pretty good okay the the Giants are coming down the stretch this is for all of you in LA that have ever attended the marathon and maybe for a handful of you that have run the marathon looking at you John Chin who's run every single LA marathon that exists
2: he's done 30 this calendar year we're
1: we're on Ocean Avenue in Santa Monica okay you Mm -hmm. can see the pier where the finish line is right now you've made the turn off San Vicente you're on Ocean Avenue you're headed towards the pier that's where we are in the race and you're still looking at the Giants you can catch them But the Giants are not Fugazi. The Dodgers may win the Mm. division. The Dodgers may win the World Series. The Giants are not Fugazi. And they're going to win 102 or three games.
2: Okay, this is the key to everything that just came out of your mouth and for Manuel. When he started making comparisons, and I always thought that they were going to win the division and all this stuff, the only thing I heard from him is when he said Fugazi. Yeah. Because, I don't know about you, Trev, one of the greatest scenes, all right, one of my favorite movies – how about that uh, how about that scene with Johnny Depp and Al Pacino in Donnie Brasco when he shows him the jewels and goes, "That's eh, a Fugazi. It's <laughs> the only thing that went through my mind. Everything Manuel said, I was just like, yeah, I got to watch Donnie Brasco tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're, you're queuing it up on Netflix as we speak. All right, so USC, we can add a new guy to the list of somebody that's talking about USC but really won't say anything about yeah, USC. this is uh, great. This is one of the frontrunners, according to Adam Schefter, Eric Bienemy, and he was asked the question, are you interested in that USC job? i think you guys know me better than that so if usc reached out to me right now my answer would
3: be i am preparing all right for this team to play against the baltimore ravens and that's how i roll you guys know that i am where my feet are okay my job is to make sure that we're ready to play a complete sound 60-minute football game where we can come out and win the game
1: you know what eric Bieniemy didn't say al I don't want that. The I'm job. gonna
2: I'm gonna take my phone off of vibrate and put it on on ringer just in case, so I don't miss a call if it comes in.
1: Yeah, I, what I didn't hear is no chance. What I didn't hear is I don't want it. What I didn't hear is I'm a pro coach and I'd like to keep it that way. I didn't hear anything that leads me to believe anything other than Eric Bieni is still a front runner for the head coaching job at USC. That's all I heard.
2: I was just waiting for him to say nobody. I did not put a down payment on a home in Southern California. <laughs> You bet you-know-what you I didn't. Uh, I'm just waiting for him to kind of add a couple things. Can I just say this? This part has become more fascinating to me than the actual coaching search. Right. Okay? The, just listening to these coaches or guys who have an incredible amount of history in coaching college football um, who are currently retired or guys that are in the NFL right now that are obviously have their own head coaching gig or in this case with enemy offensive coordinator – I don't even care who they hire anymore. I just want this to drag out longer so I could keep hearing people try to deny what they're either good at or they're not good at denying.
1: Yeah, no, look, there's an art to this, right? And and even if it's just a straight-up denial, even if it's Mm -hmm. just a straight-up denial, it doesn't mean anything because do you remember this? I don't know how else I can say it, guys. I've said it three different occasions. Well, then I guess I have to say it. I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. I think I've said this over and over how and over again. How many times you want him to say it? He's not doing it. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm not going to th- listen to this voice. I don't know how else I can say it, guys. I've said it three different occasions. Well, then I guess I have to say it. I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. I okay. think I've said this over and over and over again.
2: Um, tell me where Nick Saban, Coach, wait wait, 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 wait. Let, let me... Let me give credit to this one because if we're going to go out here and start analyzing all these people denying they want USC's head coaching job but kind of want USC's coaching job, that's a damn good one from Nick Saban. Nick Saban, you walked away. But listen, if there's an art of lying, that's the way you do it. You (laughs) walk in confident. You do it short and sweet. Uh You don't drag this thing out. And then a couple days later, you know what you do? You go grab that Alabama job roll that, tide that, that's the
1: way you execute it yeah I, I think when he said I'm not gonna be the Alabama coach I think he walked off the podium wearing an Alabama hat
2: <laughs> I, I I think I think that's how had, it worked. no 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 he had it on as an undershirt it was his undershirt and he's like at any moment whatever I need to take this off I'm gonna take it off
1: I tell me if you agree with this I think generally speaking the truth is the best option, right? It, it, for no other reason than it's the it's the easiest thing to remember. Yep. I don't have to remember the lie I told this person, which is different than that person. The truth is the right way to go. There are, however, a couple of instances where you have to lie. That's mm-hmm. one of the that's one of the instances where you have to lie. For instance, here's another one. Hey, does this look good on me? The answer is always are, yes. Yeah, it looks kid- great. You should get that. You should wear that tonight. I think but, you look but beautiful. You see,
2: but do you see what you just did? It was short and it was sweet. Yeah. If you start this, are you kidding me? This <laughs> this could arguably be the best thing that I've ever seen on you. And you know, I remember with something you wore you kinda dragged that thing on. People are gonna be like, Okay, what is this guy? BSing? Yeah. What you have an art that only people like Nick Saban have. Like I could see you getting in, getting out, and you know, moving on in the conversation. This Trev, can I do this with you? Yes. Can I play journalistic role? Can I, can I ask you questions? When we come back, I want to do this, all right? I, I want to ask you questions as if I'm the reporter and you kind of show us what these coaches are doing, what's the right lie, and what's the wrong lie. Because I, I, I've walked away, there's about seven names we've heard from for the USC coaching job. Some of them are really good liars, and some of them I don't think are that good at lying.
1: No, there's a skill to it, and I don't like to say this out loud, but I'm pretty good at it. There are three different lies you can tell. I'm going to tell you all three of them. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza.
3: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Pretty excited, Al. It's been a long time since uh, I've been the the interview subject. I'm I'm, I'm excited to do this. So what do you you have in mind?
0: Well,
2: listen, um, you know, Travis, I'm not sure if you know that there is a USC head coaching job available. Um, You know, this is not uh, a process that uh, is probably going to happen overnight. So I'm going to lay out a couple scenarios for you, okay? And me as um, just a uh, just a rock solid uh, roll up my sleeves journalist every (laughs) single day. Okay, I'm going to lay out a couple things for you, and I want you to pretend you're a USC candidate. You you have a candidate for the job. Okay, this is the first one. Okay, the first scenario is you want the job, but you're trying to play a little hard to get. Okay, you're trying to show that. You don't want other people to know that you want the job because your current employer might not be too appreciative. But deep down inside, you're interested in the job. So basically, okay?
1: you're asking me to be Bob Stoops or Urban Meyer in this point.
2: <laughs> I'm not going <gonna, laughs> to throw any names out there. Okay. I'm just saying, by the way, uh, Biennemi is a, another good example. Yeah, BNB's I mean, BNB falls kept, into that category he too. Kept going. Sure. He kept going on his answer. The longer okay. you keep going, you're trying to hide something. Okay. So with that in mind... I got the first question in the presser. Um, hey, Travis, I know you got a lot to worry about this upcoming weekend. I know you have your own game to coach, um, but the University of Southern California does have a coaching job available, and your name has been brought up. Do you have any interest in this coaching vacancy?
1: Well, Alan, like you've heard me say many, many times before, that um, you know, right now I'm the head coach at University XYZ. And as the head coach, I'm getting ready for University QPL this weekend. And, look, I haven't talked to anybody. Um, USC's a great job. I'm sure that whoever gets it will be thrilled with it. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm happy where I am for now. Um, you know, I'm here today. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens down the road. But right now I'm not thinking about that. I've got University QPL coming up. And, um you know, I, one of my favorite restaurants to go to when I'm here in town is, is this little taco shop down the street here. And so, yeah, I'm just thinking about this weekend's game. But, no, I, you know, SC is out in L.A., and it's it's got nice weather. But I'm, I'm really not thinking about that right now.
2: Okay. That was half of the coaching candidates we've heard from.
1: Yeah, tell, okay. t- tell me that that doesn't sound a lot like this.
2: Well, I can't
3: control rumors. I don't get involved in rumors. I've never acknowledged one way or the other where someone –
1: so
2: you either. just start talking, you don't say anything. That's how you do that. Okay. That's that's the one scenario, and I think you laid that one perfectly. By the way, can I just say I don't know what paparazzi was at your presser? I'm pretty but popular. Nothing better than hearing flashing bulbs in the background as, <laughs> as you're answering these questions. It's an important okay? question. Okay. I'm
1: not gonna be the <laughs> Alabama coach. How many times do I have to say it?
2: Here's a second scenario okay. that we've heard from some of these coaches. How would you answer this? And the way you're doing it is you genuinely do not want the USC coaching job for whatever reason. Maybe it's you don't like the market. Maybe you're happy where you are. Maybe you actually think that that job is going to be too stressful. You're good with where you are. Travis, as you know, head coaching vacancy is now available at USC. Do you have interest if that job, if USC called, would you have interest in that job?
1: Not at all. None. I'm happy where I am. We got a big game this weekend. We're going to go win a national championship here i never liked LA. The traffic sucks. They're smog. The people are rude. They, mind, they don't mind their own business. No, I don't want to go to USC. In fact, if I was ever going to go to California, I'd go to UCLA. USC is not my bunch of rich people that are rude. They buy their ways into universities. No, I don't want to go to USC. Can I be any more clear than that, Sliwa? I have university QPL this weekend, and I'm trying to get ready for them. Go fighting Badgers, or whatever we are.
2: Damn. That's pretty good. Right? Cause here's Pro- what you accomplish Probably not in that getting one. that USC job after Yeah, here's that. what you accomplish in that one. Now, no one wants you at USC. <laughs> now, even if you're Mike Bone or somebody from the university and saying, well, we still really want this guy, you're going to have the fans in the city saying, you ain't bringing this fool over here. You're actually going to probably get an interview at UCLA. I think that's really what you just did. I'm ready okay. for it. Okay, here's the final scenario that I feel like we're checking boxes of the way all these quotes we've heard from these coaches that are not interested.
1: By the way, that was my Mario Crystal Ball impression where he said, go Ducks, in
2: the middle of that question. That's a way to do it. By the way, that was that was a way to do it. And that's a legit one where I think he thinks in his mind, why the hell would I leave my program? I got a better job. I'm number four in the country. I am. I, I'm basically the mayor wherever I go. If there's success here, obviously with the Oregon Ducks. Okay, last scenario I want to play out for you is somebody is not interested in the USC job but wants to make it sound like they're sort of interested so their current employer has to pony up and maybe uh, scratch a little <laughs> bit deeper of a check. Right,
1: right. No, so I, I'm, I'm actually not a candidate for the job, but I want you to think that I might have yeah. been so I can squeeze more dough? Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I'm a journalist that knows you really well. Hey, T. Raj. Uh, T. Raj, um, coaching availability. I don't know if you know about what's going on over at USC two games into the season. They already fired their coach. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Something good for you there? You know, Al, it's, I'm
1: really glad you asked me that because I just want to put this to bed once and for all. I, I, I just, that while the USC job is open and clearly I've gotten offers before from other places before, I just want to go on record that I'm very comfortable here unless something better comes up. But I just, you know, I just want you to know that I'm not interested in USC right now. We'll we'll see. You know, maybe. I'm very comfortable here doing what I'm doing, and I'd like to stay. But you just just never really know what's coming around the corner. But, no, I I don't anticipate leaving.
2: So help me understand. Are those not the three scenarios we've heard over the last couple of days? And every coach, either they're a good liar, they're not a good liar, or they're – pretending like they don't want it but they actually really really want it it's pretty comical to hear every one of these scenarios play out
1: here's here's Gus Malzahn who's the coach at UCF right now doing the I'm really not a candidate but let me pretend that I am so I can get more money no no not at all I'm very excited to be here I'm blessed to be here matter of fact and we got big things uh you know ahead in the future Uh huh. because everybody would choose UCF over USC
2: That's a no-brainer. The Lord and Savior. He has come and told me about
1: UCF. That's such a bad look. Mark Mangino used to do that with uh, the Notre Dame job every year. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, my Kansas team just went 2-10. and ten. I'd like to officially <laughs> remove my name from the Notre Dame coaching candidacy uh, position. I am no longer nobody a candidate. Literally asked
2: you about that job. <laughs> That's actually the way to do it. The way to do it, what I should have done on this one, is ask the question about this upcoming game, Central Florida versus Louisville, <laughs> and that you would have just won on your own rant. Look, I know what's going on in Southern California, I don't want to hear about it. I want to uh, put sir- these
1: rumors to bed about me going to USC. Um, Coach, we asked you about Louisville. Yeah, I know, but um, you know, USC is a very attractive job. It's in a big city. There's a lot of homegrown talent there. There's a lot of money at the university. There's a rich tradition. I just want to let you know that I'm not interested in that. I'd like to stay with the uh, fighting University of Central Florida crickets or whatever they are.
2: What has your defense learned after the first couple weeks of the football season? Again, I'm not going to keep doing this. Look, no to- more questions about usc
1: tommy trojan is an iconic mascot (laughs) and i love seeing traveler run around the track after they score touchdowns but i just gotta say i'm not interested (laughs) i i i uh i I don't want to move to los angeles i want to stay here in whatever city central florida is in and i'm very happy here so stop stop bringing up sc
2: you know what i can't wait to do and we got to do it a little bit later by the way first of all uh coming up at 10 55 there's some moving and shaking going on uh, around the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds a little interesting, but Steve Bomber's making some moves. But a little bit later, can we get into uh, – can you just imagine what Southern California is going to be like this weekend at the Rose Bowl, UCLA? Can you just imagine dun, dun, UCLA dun, football, dun, 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 all that? We'll, we'll do that in a little bit. We'll dun, dun, do that in a little bit. Dun, dun, we'll dun, dun. We'll
1: That's all that, right. coming up. Travis Lee's is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, but you know what comes next, Lee. One more before the week's out. Ask Slee coming up next. 710 ESPN. All right, right into it, Al. You ready? Let's do it. Here we go. Manuel writes. There's by the way, there's a lot of transportation related Ask Slee today. These so are good. Just, no, I'm,
2: I'm a big transportation guy.
1: <laughs> okay. Here we go. Yep. Does Slee ever travel by rental scooter? Hashtag ask Slee.
2: I've never ridden one of those, and I tell you, there's a reason why. It just looks like one of those things, Trav. I'ma end up on the ground, bro. Something's <laughs> gonna happen. It's just not. It's not a good idea. Certain people should be doing certain things. I just need to be on my two feet. Just let me walk on my own two feet. I see all of them right now. You know, anywhere through L.A. Or you just go traveling somewhere and you got somebody zooming right by you. I'm like, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take because. Whatever happens, I just have a feeling that when I need to stop, it's not going to stop. And then, you know, I'm going to have to jump off like I'm uh, like it's like Evil a, a Evil Knievel or something. I'm just going to look like an idiot. So I'm going to go no on the uh, yeah. on the scooter.
1: there. N- look, I've tried to ride my children's Razor scooters before and it doesn't yeah. go well. And that thing goes about a half a mile an hour. Those motorized scooters go pretty but fast. That's the difference. And, and, and all you hear on the radio are commercials about, hey, have you been hit on a rental scooter (laughs) call me and i'll hook you up i i don't need to be a part of that i don't need to get hit by a car riding the scooter going 20 miles an hour i I, also
2: don't need a lawsuit because i ran somebody over (laughs) because i couldn't couldn't fork right when i needed to
1: all right here's another one another transportation related one Uh, (laughs) random. (laughs) would sliwa prefer Traveling by motorcycle sidecar, (laughs) which is the right answer, whatever's coming next, Uh or in a jam-packed double-decker bus. Either way, you're accompanied by Travis's Bob Kraft the entire trip.
2: (laughs) So the fact that I'm accompanied by Bob Kraft and Travis Rogers, the voice uh, that he does, right out the gate, I don't know why that has to be included. Like That should be one of the... You know that should be one of the stipulations. Like make it tougher for one of the other ones, easier for the other one. But then you have the Bob Kraft voice.
1: Yeah, motorcycle sidecar or a uh, a Mercedes S600 with the Bob Kraft
2: voice. (laughs) If that's the option, motorcycle sidecar, that's one. If I'm picking between the motorcycle sidecar and the double decker bus. Throw me the double decker bus, bro. Give me, give me four tires. Give me. Actually, it's not even four tires. Probably eight tires. You know, it's probably the double tires. I just need more security. That's all I'm looking for.
1: Yeah. No. Look, motorcycle sidecar kind of doesn't. It's it's bad for my. Li- I'd look like a grizzly bear trapped in like some sort of like. I don't know, tic-tac thing, if I was sitting in a sidecar. I don't <laughs> think that's a that's a good look. Here's Daniel Tapia. He says, another transportation-related one. I don't know what's going on what's out going there. What's going on here? I don't know. What the hell is going on I out there, I have no LA? idea, but I kind of like it. Uh, Daniel writes, worst person to sit by, someone who sings off-key or someone that gets all the words wrong.
2: Okay, wait, wait. Say, say it one more time. Say it again.
1: Worst person to sit by, Yep. someone who sings off-key uh-huh. or someone that gets all of the words wrong.
2: Uh, sing off key oh i go the other way at least if the person can't get any of the words right and i'm this as well like there are times where i think i'm singing the right words and then you know if you look at the lyrics i'm like i I have no idea what i'm talking i'm off by every sentence is wrong okay (laughs) but at least it's more soothing than somebody who's completely off key there's there's some things that are just incredibly annoying somebody off key it's like please just shut it down don't don't say anything else
1: <laughs> do you do you know what i how, how i interpreted your answer right there what basically all i heard was you telling me that you love my usc fight song because it's it's all the words are wrong but you're okay with that you'd rather me do that than sing
2: off key No, because you're off-key while your words are wrong. Well, that's true, too. That's a combination of the two. You merged it together.
1: (laughs) All right, here's another one. Uh, This is from... Ooh, I like this. I don't know this name. Where are you, Jamsy, is his Twitter handle. Okay. Um, And he writes, Slee, when taking a shot of tequila, do you salt your thumb area, lick, shoot, lime? Hashtag ask Slee.
2: Uh, No, I'll just shoot. I'll just shoot. And, and you know, back in the day when... If I'm going to go take a shot, which I feel like I'm back in a fraternity if I'm still doing that today, (laughs) um, even though I was never in a fraternity. But back in the day, if that's the thought process, you know, you kind of go through okay, maybe you're going to have a couple of these, there's more strategy to it. Now, I couldn't be so quick to just take the shot and get it over with that I don't have time to do everything else.
1: What about you guys in there? When we, If we're doing tequila shots, are we doing salt and lime, just lime, just salt? How are we doing that, Funch? Uh, depends on how many drinks I'm in. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah, the first drink I'm going to have the salt and lime, but if I'm like five drinks in, I'm just pounding <laughs> the tequila. Just hitting it. Yeah. Emily?
0: For me, my uh, recovery is less of the salt and the lime. It's probably just shooting the tequila and then chucking, I don't know, like a fruity juice or something. But honestly, I am so bad at taking tequila shots. Like, you never want to do that with me. I have to, you know go skewed after i take one of those <laughs>
1: okay look the correct answer is lime only you all got it wrong we'll keep it moving here's the next but one.
2: trav when's a g- give me an idea are you sitting there on a friday and saying to yourself i'm gonna have a couple tequila shots before i get things going tonight
1: no that's not the scenario that exists but you do realize that i'm friends with Keyshawn johnson right mm.
2: <laughs> so they're not shots
1: but key key is a very generous He just drinks it on a rock so. yeah but he's very generous and he buys very good tequila, so it it that's the, the road stuff that, that you doesn't to. give you the hangover. No, exactly right. So it's a, a little bit of a sipping mechanism. But if we're if we're doing your scenario, Al, like college tequila shots, yeah. give me whatever you can give me to get me through that.
2: I used to have I used to have a buddy. Let's just go back real quick since it's 10:48 uh, in the morning. <laughs> um, I used to have a buddy you would only take double shots. Oh my goodness! Only double shots. That's I'm like, wait, wait. I'm like what, what are we doing here? He's like, yeah, no, these, because then you get two of them. I, I understand you to get two of them. Why are we doing double of them? Anyways, those days are so long. Yeah, I, can, I
0: can only do like green tea shots or like pickleback shots. Like anything that you like forget about what actually the, tequila, the drink is, I'm good with that.
1: All right, next one. Kevin writes, when Trav responds to you, Al, with, I hear you, I just don't buy it, is this his nice way of saying you're wrong, dummy? 100%.
2: No question about it. Like when I, and there's always a pause too. Like, well, I heard you say, I know you heard me say it. You have literally a headset on with two blaring speakers in each ear. I know you heard what I said. So to answer your question, yes, I think it's your way of um, very. it's a it's a political way of disagreeing with me, well, I, and I, I appreciate
1: that. I hear you. I just don't buy your explanation right there. I just think that, or I could just go, nah, that's wrong. You're stupid." <laughs> See, there's there's two different ways to do it. In my way, like usual, is the better way to do it. Ask Lee is brought to you by Kia of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Kia of Carson. Hurry in to Kia of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to kiaofcarson.com. All right, I'm going to sing another college football fight song coming up before too long maybe around 11 15 or so but coming up next Al I think the Some Clippers big news. I think the Clippers finally got one way 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 right we'll explain next it's Travis and Slee 710 ESPN